this comes up to over $700 in beauty procedures and things that I got done. And for someone who does not spend money on things like this, I'm like, this is a lot of money. Like, I cannot believe how much money it costs to look this way. Welcome to the Journey to Launch podcast with your host, Jamila Souffrant. As a money expert who walks her talk, she helps brave journeyers like you get out of debt, save, invest, and build real wealth. Join her on the journey to launch to financial freedom in, in five, four, three, two, one. If you want the episode show notes for this episode, go to journeytolaunch.com or click the description of wherever you're listening to this episode. In the show notes, you'll get the transcribed version of the conversation, the links that we mentioned, and so much more. Also, whether you are an OG journeyer or brand new to the podcast, I've created a free jumpstart guide to help you on your financial freedom journey. It includes the top episodes to listen to, stages to go through to reach financial freedom, resources, and so much more. You can go to journeytolaunch.com slash jumpstart to get your guide right now. Okay, let's hop into the episode. Hey, 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 journeyers. I'm back with a solo episode. I'm excited to share an experiment almost and an operation that I dubbed the City Girl Operation. And I'll explain what that is in the episode and as I talk more. But I celebrated a milestone birthday recently. And because of that, and I knew it was coming up this birthday, obviously, I knew my birthday was coming up. I wanted to try something different. Now, so in this episode, I want to talk about what that meant. What was trying something different and how did that impact my finances and everything that I was working on while doing Operation City Girl? And so what that meant is this. I'm usually a very simple person, a simple, I would say, you know, in terms of what the, not average, but like I'm an average girl uh, and, and I'm not, the, I guess, the traditional, what they usually say a, a girly girl is or someone who likes to get dressed up and get nails and hair and all that done. I'm usually not about that life. I rather just wake up and just go out in the world <laughs> the way I am. And so for a long time and for most of my life, uh, if the only way or reason I would get my nails done or my eyebrows done or anything done was because it was an event. It was either a photo shoot for Journey to Launch or my wedding or maybe a birthday. So like in the past, if I knew I was going to have a birthday or maybe it was uh, my husband's birthday, I would make an effort to put on something, right? Like to put on uh, some makeup, some very basic makeup or get my makeup done and to look a certain way. But I said to myself, I'm turning 40 years old. So I turned 40 and I was preparing for an upcoming trip. So I talked about this trip a little bit on my birthday, my solo birthday episode that came out, uh, I think last week. And then on my social media, if you follow me on at Journey to Launch or at Jamil Souffrant on Instagram, I posted a reel about the recap of my 40th birthday trip. Well, it was a joint 40th birthday trip with my husband and I, and we had 17 of our closest family members and friends come and join us. But because I knew that trip was coming up, I mean, it took a lot to plan that. 
with so many people, I said to myself, okay, so we're going to try something different. You're turning 40. You always say that you want to finally be a woman, quote unquote, (laughs) and in a joking way, like be someone who knows how to do makeup and likes the fanciness. And I'm not going to lie. When I get those things done, I love it. I love the result. So I get the value of it, but I just didn't enjoy the time. But I said, okay, for my 40th birthday, you're going away. Let's get your hair done. (laughs) And let's do these things, these beauty upgrades to yourself to see how you feel. Let's make it an experiment. And so I dubbed it the city girl experiment. Um, and I dubbed it that because I'm always joking that the city girls, the girls that get, you know, if you're listening and you're a city girl, say, Hey, (laughs) but meaning more in the sense that not anything to do with men and what you like can get from men, but more from you, you, you look put together. And I always admire my friends and just other women that I see where I'm like, wow, like this girl the fashion is there, like the look is there. I love it. But I'm wondering to myself, like, I wonder how much time and energy that costs. But I said, all right, let's see how it is. If I try that out, like, let's see what the harm, if there's any harm or benefit to my life by implementing this. So this episode is all about that. It's going to be breaking down the cost of the things that I got done, the time it took, and then my take on if I would continue to do these things. But in general, here is what I did. So if you're watching this, I'm actually going to put this video, the podcast uh, video on my YouTube channel so you can see. But I ended up getting my hair done. So I currently have knotless braids in. These are called knotless medium mid-back braids. I got my eyebrows done, meaning I got them microbladed. I'll explain what that is. I got eyelashes And I got my nails done, my uh, manicure and pedicure. And I did buy some makeup and some clothes for the trip. But um, I'm really going to focus on the hair, the eyebrows, the eyelashes, and the nails. All right, so let's get into it. So just, again, I'm not typical girly girl in the traditional sense. I like to really just get up and go. I can buy something and have it for years. Like my friends know that, you know, I've had the same Uggs for like over 10 years. (laughs) My husband bought me some new ones. So if I have anything that's like cool and new, it's usually him that buys it. But I can wear the same workout sneakers for years. Like I just wear things until they cannot be worn anymore. So super simple. But again, turning 40, wanted to do it up. So the cost, let's, let's get to the cost. So the cost for the braids, and this includes tip and uh, any other like travel fees that were associated with these procedures, but the hair, my hair cost $270. My eyebrows, which are micro braided, cost $190. My eyelashes, so these are individual eyelashes, they typically would be 100 but I had a 15% off deal that I got. So it was $85. And then nails, my my nails were $183. (laughs) And then I bought some makeup at Sephora, I believe. And that was like $90, just some basic makeup. But when I add this all up, just take the makeup out. This comes up to over $700 in beauty procedures and things that I got done. And for someone who does not spend money on things like this, I'm like, this is a lot of money. Like I cannot believe how much money it costs to look this way. And I feel like 
I got the basic look. Like my eye, my eyelashes when they were first done, they were more prominent, but they started to shed a little bit. But I was like, don't make it like it's too much. Even with my eyebrows, I got microblading, which is semi-permanent, like almost tattooing. I was like, I don't want it to be obvious. So I felt like I got like the more like subdued, subtle look. And even with my nails, I did not get tips. I did get gel. And they like I got a design. But I'm just like, this is like the base. I felt like I went the basic route and it still cost a lot of money. So the cost, that was about the cost. So over $700 for all these procedures. Inc- some included tips, some didn't. But what I more want to talk about is the time that it took. So overall, to get these things done, it took 12 hours of my time. The hair took four hours. My eyebrows took four hours. And the eyebrows, actually, it was just the initial. So typically... What I was told is it's initially used four hours to get it done the first time. And then in, I think it was four to 12 weeks. I may be wrong. You get a touch up because, you know, you do the procedure. It's like semi-permanent, but then things fade or you may want to correct or just fine tune some things. And so there's an additional probably two hours at the end that I have to do uh, for these eyebrows that I'm actually, by the time you see this, it should be done already. But um, four hours for the initial eyebrow, two hours for eyelashes because they're individual eyelashes that are placed on each eyelash, which is crazy. Like, (laughs) and I didn't at first I'm like, this is it's taking so long. But she's literally putting the eye, the fake eyelashes on each individual eyelash and then nails that actually surprised me how long that took. But that took four hours. So over 12 hours. Uh, my time in getting this done. And that does not include getting to the services. So my eyebrow lady, thankfully, was able to come to me, which was amazing, and set up in my basement. And then everywhere else I went, I had to drive to. And this is where now I want to get to the pros and cons of what I got done, like this beauty life. Because when it comes to doing these things, like there's going to be pros and cons to it. And I know this is like new to me, doing it. Whereas maybe if you're listening, you get these things done all the time. You're like, probably like, yeah, Jamila, this is how long things take, you know, but I was just surprised at it. So I want to go over the cons and the, the pros after now completing these things and what my final thoughts are on if I'm going to continue to do any of this going forward. So let's start with the cons first. The con is the time it takes to get these done. Because I am actually, or when I was starting to get these things done, I was in the middle or in the midst of really writing my book. So it was due to my publisher, like the, not the final draft that you will see, but the draft that he is now going to look at and do edits and we go back and forth to get it to the final draft. That was due actually on my birthday, February 6th. And I am the kind of person where I do like deadlines that makes me work harder. When I know something's coming up, I get to it. And so to have that deadline that I was working towards to submit my manuscript, but then to be taking off like prime time, like four hours in the day to get this stuff done was a lot because my kids. So I typically I drop my kids off at school by about eight fifteen, eight twenty, and they need to get picked up by 2.20. So I have a very short window to get things done. And then if on top of that, if I go to the gym or work out, that's even less time to, to get work done. So some of these things took like the whole day where I could have been 
writing or doing something else for my business. And I was either commuting to get this done or getting it done, sitting in a chair. And when I was sitting in the chair or even getting uh, like my eyebrows done, I'm like, wow, time really is a precious, valuable resource because here I am, you know, taking four hours to do this when I could be writing. So that's one of the cons is the time. The money, you know, the money is a big, like, this is why I believe you started listening to this show. You want to reach financial independence, financial freedom. You want to find a better way to use your money that fuels you to make you happy. And it's just, to me, it costs a lot of money. And part of the reason why I think I've been able to reach my financial goals was because I was, I'm, I'm able to be flexible and really simple with certain things in my life. So when it comes to shopping and beauty, I don't spend a lot of money on that. And because of that, I'm not saying that's how like I saved $200,000 or how I became a millionaire, but it's part of like kind of my discipline in, okay, I'm not going to spend, whereas maybe someone else has a budget for $500 a month for beauty related expenses. I don't have that, right? I can put all that into investing or saving or just spending on somewhere else. So the money was a big part of why for me, I was just like, "Mm, I don't know about this. And then this is part of the money is like being caught in the cycle of needing to keep doing these things because, you know, hair is like one thing, like you can get braids and take it out and be done and not have to do it again. But I just felt like even the eyelashes, so the eyelashes, they start to shed um, about like, I mean, as soon as you get them done, they shed a little bit, but it's recommended you get them refilled every three to four weeks. Okay, so every three to four weeks, it's recommended you get your eyelashes filled again. And so again, that would be something you need to add in your budget that it's an ongoing expense, like a bill. Nails. I remember, you know, I didn't get tips on my nails, but I got gel. So you can see, I mean, they, they're lasting. Everything's lasting amazing. Like everyone did a great job. So they're lasting, but you know, you can see that it will need a fill in. And I wanted to kind of do tips. So fake tips is where they put like a fake nail on your nail and then they put the gel over it. So your nail will look longer. And I feel like that would have been pretty cool because I've had fake nails before, longer nails back in you know my high school days when I tried when I was, you know, just being young and and fun and sometimes in my 20s. But I didn't want to get the long nails because I knew for sure if I got that, that would be more money and more of a commitment to wanting to keep them up. Did you know I broke out the path to financial independence into what I call five journeyer stages? That's right. There are five stages that you have to travel through to reach complete financial independence. When you know your stage, you know what to focus on and how to move on to the next stage. I created a free one-minute quiz to help you determine what stage you're in. After you take the quick quiz, you'll know where you are on your financial independence journey, the main thing you should focus on, plus you'll get a curated list of 10 Journey to Launch podcast episodes to listen to that will help you for your specific stage. Go to journeytolaunch.com slash stage right now to take the free quiz. That's journeytolaunch.com slash my stage. I'm going to list all the businesses and small businesses that I went to because they were all amazing. But I remember 
a lovely young lady sitting next to me, she was getting her nails refilled. So she had come back to get her nails filled in again. So she had like, I, I believe what were tips or fake nails. And I'm sitting next to her and I'm thinking to myself, all right, we're going to get this done. And I don't know the next time I'm getting my nails done. And she was already, as she was getting her nails done, making her appointment for like, I think two weeks later, because that's how much they grow out and you have to do them again. And I just, I was just like, wow, like it's a serious commitment to keep this, this up if you decide to do it. And the eyebrows, like they last, uh, I believe over a year. So you don't have to typically do the eyebrows. You know, it's one and done, which is I love. I can't tell you the last time I got my eyebrows done. I think it was maybe for my wedding, if you can believe it. And so I like, so it's not like that's an ongoing or something you need to do on a monthly basis, but maybe like every year and a half or every two years, you you may want to get it touched up again. So being caught up in a cycle of needing to do these things over and over and then having it be almost like a bill is also to me a con, like the way I like just something that I would look at and say, hmm, I don't know if I want to get into a cycle that keeps me having to spend money on something and feeling dependent on it. Also, so part of the feel, feeling dependent is feeling like I need to do these things to feel good about myself. So yes, I love how everything came out. I love, and I'll talk about the pros um, after I go through the con list, but I felt like, you know, I don't want to feel like I need to do these things, which then means I need to spend money on this every month. I want to be fluid. I want to be flexible. If I, I don't want to be stuck to anything, you know, right now, the things that I am obligated of, other than to like my kids and my husband is like paying the mortgage and we don't have like a car note right now. You know, we have light bills and all these other bills, but there's nothing else that I have to do in life. And I like not having to have to do anything. And so even this slight chance that I feel like I need to do something makes me want to push back. And so that was something where I said to myself, I don't want to, I don't want my self-worth tied up into the result of this thing. And I don't want to feel like I have to do it and it impacts my budget in a way that I am just not with. Okay. So I feel like those were the major cons, the time it takes, the money and the energy it takes to, to do this stuff. And then being caught up in this cycle and creating a bill for myself. But not everything, you know, is bad. I think there were a lot of pros in Operation City Girl. So the biggest one is my confidence. I definitely feel more confident. (laughs) And part of that is actually proof by me showing up more. Like I recorded uh, so far as the time that this records about three podcast interviews and they all have been now on video and I am recording this on video and part of that is because it's so much easier to show up because it's almost just like it's like built-in makeup and it's very simple by the way so if you're watching me it's not like it's overdone but because I'm so simple it just makes it easier to show up for like the business on camera because there are some times that I maybe want to share something or there's an interview, but I'm just like not feeling it. Like my hair is a mess. I kind of look a mess. I'm like, I'm not doing it. But kind of having all this done already, instant like, all right, let's just put some, you know, put some con- a little concealer on, put some lip gloss on and turn the camera on. Let's go. So much easier. So that is a pro. And that's actually a big pro when it comes to the business side of things, because I know that showing up more is beneficial to my business. And, you know, I think you guys want to see me (laughs) 
more. And so I'm like, wow, like that actually is a, that makes a big difference. So not only just in my life, I mean, in, in, in business feeling confident, but also in life, right? Like just waking up and taking my kids to school and just being Jamila in the real world, I feel more confident. So that is helpful. For example, so my husband, he surprised me on my birthday with a surprise photo shoot. You know, I had no idea. He wrote me in the day of my birthday, like, hey, you know, um, just be ready at four. I have someone coming over to take some photos. And I was just like, (gasps) but I wasn't as prepared in a way because typically I'd be like, oh, man, like, I don't know how to do my own makeup. And I, you know, I got to do all this stuff to feel the way I want to feel. But I was like, oh, okay, cool. All I have to do is find an outfit. Because my hair is already done. You know, eyebrows are already filled in. Eyelashes are there. All I got to do is put on a little concealer and I'm good to go. Some lip, lip gloss and here we are. And so that felt good that I didn't have to do that much work. So that's pro. Just the confidence and how I feel with my business, like showing up on camera and then in the real world and being just ready for anything. I also love that I was able to, you know, this is like, tangential a little bit, but I love that all the businesses, so the nail place that I went, the person that Kayla, who did my eyebrows, the person who did my eyelashes, and then my hair, all black women, all black, small businesses. And it's cool. It's cool because a couple of them know about Journey to Launch. And, you know, we, we talked about it and they may be following. I hope they listen to the podcast and know how great they were as a, a service provider. But it was pretty cool, like merging those worlds about, all right, you do this as a business. And first of all, you better get my eyebrow girl because I think she needs to, she needs to charge more. So maybe after this, she will end up charging more. But I love that I was able to patronize black women owned businesses and then talk about Journey to Launch and the podcast and let them know one person didn't even know like how to listen to a podcast. So I was able to like show them where Journey to Launch was and have them listen. So that was pretty cool. I talked about being more efficient with my time. So that's another pro. So despite feeling like I took a lot of time to do these procedures, the time it takes now to show up in the moment for things is less. So I can be more efficient with my time in the moment. So it's almost like, you you know, just like any investment, you spend some money up front, or you spend the time up front, but then you reap the rewards as you go because it takes less time in the moment. And so that's what's happening now. I can just show up in the two minutes to press record to do something, even with the book. So even I said I didn't have, I felt like I was taking time away from writing the book. But if you heard of Parkinson's law, that basically is the law that what we work or how we work expands to fill the available time. And I felt like, sure, it'd have been nice to have more time to get my manuscript written and sent in, but I was going to get it done regardless. Whether you gave me 10 weeks or two weeks, it's going to get done and I wouldn't make the time work. And so I became more efficient with a smaller amount of time. Just like sometimes I wonder how I get a lot done when I have such a short window when the kids have to be picked up at a certain time. And I'm just like, well, I want because I know I don't have a lot of time. I get things done and I'm more efficient with it. So I feel like that also was a pro. So conclusion, what do I really think of Operation City Girl? (laughs) What are my final thoughts? And, you know, I want to say that for all the girlies that do this on a monthly basis, props to you. (laughs) 
I think I had saw I saw somewhere I don't know if it was Nasima from Financially Intentional. She had a reel on Instagram that said, "You think investing is hard? Trying to do your makeup is harder." <laughs> and I truly feel that way because I still I don't know how to do makeup in the way where you know you, I can be camera like go on the Today Show kind of makeup. And when I see makeup artists doing makeup, I'm just like, wow, this is an art, right? Like it to me seems so complicated, but it's like showing up and you're doing it. So for the girlies that do this on a regular and feel empowered by it, feel good by it and feel like it's money well spent, do you? I'm not here to tell you not to spend your money on these things if it's something that you value. The only thing I will say is there's nothing wrong with taking a look at your financial picture, at your life picture, and making sure that doing these things, if you're spending money on a monthly basis doing it, that it is in line with your values and your goals for your life. So if because you're getting these procedures done every month and they cost X amount, but you still are in debt and are unhappy about it or can't pay your bills, or are struggling, it may be time to look at, okay, maybe I should reconsider what this looks like in my budget. Can I scale back? Can I find another way? I know one of my friends, instead of doing her nails every month now, she does press-ons or she doesn't get her hair done every, every month like she used to because she has other goals that are more important to her, but she still takes her time and still looks good, but she's finding a way to bridge or to meet herself in the middle of what it looks like to still feel and look good, but to still reach our goals. So I just want to say that like it was really like fun to do it. I was joking around on social media when I would share behind the scenes on my Jamila Souffrant stories about like, oh, here I am. Here's my eyelashes. Here's my eyebrows. That was fun doing. So I felt like the process was fun. Will I do it again? Will I do any of this again? The answer is yes. <laughs> so for sure, the eyelashes, I'm not going to lie. Someone to what uh, a friend that I met at the gym, she has her eyelashes done. And I remember saying to her, I never got them done. And I was like, yeah, I think I want to get it done, it, them done, but I just don't want to keep having to go back. And she was like, listen, when you get them done the first time, you're going to want to go back. <laughs> you go, that's the thing. You're going to want to do it. And I will say that I really like just the effect of the eyelashes. So that I may continue to do, but don't quote me on it. We'll see. The nails and, you know, the hair, I'm not too sure about. I think if there is something happening, maybe I'll I'll go back to do that, but not too big on needing to keep the nails up. The thing that I think this opened me up to most, and this may sound familiar for you and not just related to beauty, is this. Part of me wonders, well, what is the reason that I don't want to embrace this beauty side of myself? Because earlier I said, you know, I don't want my self-worth to be wrapped up in like things that I have to pay for that are external, which I think is valid. But also, am I stopping myself from loving something about my life because I'm just afraid like of what what happens, right? It's almost like someone not wanting to meet people and date or fall in love because they're afraid of getting hurt. And so they, therefore they don't, they don't put themselves out there. They're not vulnerable because they don't want to get hurt. But if they put themselves out there, like who, what kind of, who knows the kind of life and things that unfold for them. And so I know I'm being really dramatic <laughs> comparing this to beauty, 
But if part of my issue is not wanting to do it because I don't want to be addicted to it and, you know, have bills and associate it with bills, but that I actually enjoy it, then why not? What if I do get a little caught up in the beauty world, but it's because it's my choice. And I think that's kind of where I was able to gain some clarity is that as long as I don't feel like it's because I'm doing it for other people or other validation, but I simply and really do enjoy it. And if I wanted to not do it anymore, I could stop doing it is where I kind of ended up at. So the conclusion is Operation City Girl was a success. I'm so glad that I took uh, the time, the energy, the self self care is like it's kind of weird now saying self care for some of this, some of these things, because I feel like it can be toxic. And now corporations and people use the word self care to actually trip you up and help you do the opposite of self care because they want you to feel like you need to do it. You deserve to do it. So I wouldn't necessarily call what I did self care, but I feel like there's nothing wrong with spending. <laughs> I mean, I've always felt that way, but there's nothing wrong with trying something new if you can afford it and if it fits in your values. And so that was my Operation City Girl. I do plan on doing just a, like a post about uh, the places I went, the outcome and the process. So that should be fun. Make sure you follow me at Journey to Launch and at Jamila Souffrant. And then if you are, if this is what you do, like hair, nails, you're about this life, I'd love to hear from you. <laughs> post on Instagram or at me on in your stories if you're listening to this. And then if you're not about this life, if you're super simple and you don't do any of this stuff, I'd like to hear from you too. What are your thoughts? Did anything resonate with you? Are you going to try Operation City Girl? Let me know. All right, journeyers. Until next time, keep on journeying. Don't forget, you can get the episode show notes for this episode by going to journeytolaunch.com or click the description of wherever you're listening to this. And you can still grab your jumpstart guide for free to help you on your journey to financial freedom by going to journeytolaunch.com slash jumpstart. Jill Schlesinger, the Emmy-nominated and two-time Gracie Award-winning business analyst for CBS News, delivers 10 timely financial steps to build the life you really want in her new audiobook, The Great Money Reset. Jill is the host of the popular podcast and radio show, Jill on Money, where she translates complicated business and economic news into understandable and relatable topics for her everyday listeners. I am such a big fan of Jill's work because she gets that money is just one part of our lives. It's an important part, but it's not everything. And she's able to help us navigate our finances and live the life we want through relatable and actionable advice. In The Great Money Reset, Jill uncovers how the COVID-19 pandemic put our lives to a halt and asks her listeners, is this how we really want to live? Through 10 simple and timely steps, The Great Money Reset can help you rebuild your life post-pandemic and strategize your next financial move. The Great Money Reset audiobook is written and read by Jill Schlesinger. Download the audiobook now wherever audiobooks are sold. If you want to support me and the podcast and love the free content and information that you get here, here are four ways that you can support me and the show. One, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen, whether that's Apple Podcasts, that purple app on your phone, 
your Android device, YouTube, Spotify, wherever it is that you happen to listen, just subscribe so you are not missing an episode. And if you're happening to listen to this in Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe there. I appreciate and read every single review. Number two, follow me on my social media accounts. I'm at Journey to Launch on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I love, love, love interacting with journeyers there. Three, support and check out the sponsors of this show if you hear something that interests you. Sponsors are the main ways we keep the podcast lights on here, so show them some love for supporting your girl. Four, and last but not least, share this episode, this podcast, with a friend or family member or coworker so that we can spread the message of Journey to Launch. All right, that's it. Until next week, keep on journeying, journeyers. Journeyers.